Challenge accepted. Geocache Talk Podcast is sponsored by FTF Magazine. FTF Magazine can be found at ftfgeocacher.com and by IB Geocaching Supplies. The best site for geocoins, cache containers, and much more can be found at ibgeocaching.com and by Cashly. Cashly is the foremost geocaching app and can be found at cashly.com. Please make sure and let these fine sponsors know that you appreciate their support of the show. Just a quick note for audio listeners. Uh, This show, uh, for my part, uh, was done with Garrick Peters uh, in the studio. And so um, we had to both be here. So the audio for us is a little bit low. And we are aware of that. Um, so, um, but the quality is okay. So, if you would um, just know that uh, when you're listening to this, you're going to need to uh, turn the volume up a little bit. Uh, everyone else that is on the show, I think, uh, sounds fine. So, um, we're just a little uh, distant <laughs> from the from the microphone. So, uh, enjoy, and uh, just know that uh, that's something we had to do this week. Uh, because Garrick had to be uh, in studio for us to have him on. Hey everyone, it's time for Geocache Talk. Whether you're at work, in the car, or wherever you are, we hope you enjoy the show. Please give it a like and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play so you can get all the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. Big thanks to the Travel Bugs for the music and my patrons, Doug Jones, Joshua and Caleb Slinkard, Tom Brotherman. Tom Brotherman, do I have to mention him every week? I guess I do. Jeff Arbaugh. Deborah Burris, Joshua Johnson, Nick Hubbard, Andrew Teepkin, Cecilia Perez, Sydney Sawyer, Valena Mahar, Jane Jewell, Dana Pugach, Memphis Mafia, Craig Michelle, and the, the Geo Gearheads, and my new patrons, Zach Fick and the Deadliest Cashers. If you'd like to become a patron, head on over to patreon.com slash talk for more details. Patrons get path tags, coins, and other geocaching swag during the year as well as invites to special events only for patrons. Support levels start at as little as $3 a month. We've got a couple updates before we get into the show tonight. Um, I mentioned, or we mentioned last week, uh, about GTU, it's a Geocache Talk University. Um, We are close to having uh, a couple of classes set up, and um, if you want to be part of Geocache Talk University. Um, we're uh, putting people in, uh, enrolling people uh, to be enrolled. Uh, we just ask that you become a patron at the $8 a month level and you will be enrolled in the classes for that. So uh, sign up and you'll automatically be enrolled at GTU. Also, um, we'll get into more details later because we've got a lot to do tonight, but <clears throat> I want to at least mention that at uh, MOGA this year, we have got uh, confirmation we're having a lunch. Uh, it's Geocache Talk and uh, hashtag US Geocaching Hour are combining together for a lunch uh, on Friday at noon 
before MOGA in Manhattan, Kansas. Uh, the reason I'm <laughs> focusing on the lunch part is because it's not a meet and greet. Um, you will need to buy some entree, but from what I understand, the food's fantastic at this place. And so um, uh, definitely look forward to that. We're going to probably have some prizes to give away. And so um, let me know if you're interested or let Jesse or Sydney know, and we will get you um, uh, invited to that event. So anyway, let's jump right into the show tonight, show number 38 for Sunday, February 26th. I welcome my friends. We got a, we got a bunch tonight, and we got our first in-studio guests, Garrett Peters, and we've got uh, Dee Vickery uh, is uh, enjoying location. things remotely from her house. <laughs> so guys, welcome to, welcome to Geocache Talk. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. Oh, you bet. We're uh, it's gonna be fun. We're gonna talk about uh, the Texas Mega. Uh, I just always refer to Texas Mega. We need to. It's the fifteenth annual TXGA Texas Challenge and Festival. And before we get started on that, uh, got to welcome my co-hosts. Um, which uh, just fun that uh, I get to say that now. But uh, Jesse, good evening, and Sydney. Hey guys! <laughs> so we're gonna we got a crowded bunch tonight. We're gonna uh, I'm gonna try to uh, spin the plates well tonight because it's gonna be a lot of plate spinning to keep everybody uh, involved uh, and uh, get all the information. So uh, yeah, the 15th annual TXGA Texas Challenge and Festival, and um, let's let's just dive into this thing. Um, where did this thing, how did this thing begin? What's the genesis of this, uh, of this thing? Um, well, Texas challenge started obviously 15 years ago, and it was basically a way for all of the Texas geocachers to get together and spend time together. And it actually, the first one was in Mejia and they actually hid basically like tennis balls. And, and they hit it in different places, and each region had a certain area that they would go to and try to find the tennis balls. And then it just kind of evolved from there, and now it's we have one region that will host, and all of the regions will go look for it. But at that time, each region hid for another region. Oh, that's cool. And so, I mean, you think about it, that was 2002, right? Mm-hmm. My math's correct. So, I mean, we're talking about yes. just two years into geocaching in, in, in general. So. I mean, it's pretty uh, pretty cool. In fact, it was um, you guys are longer. Uh, let's see, um, the Geo Woodstock Four was in Texas. So right. and so yes, that would it was have been, the first mega in Texas, right? And so that would have been two thousand and gosh, what's my math? Well, and here's a here's a go ahead. So this is the longest running mega in. Texas, obviously. Well, the longest running event. Longest running right. event. Okay. Go ahead, D. I'm sorry. And, well, and the longest running mega because there's only been either one other mega, and that was Geo Woodstock. And here's a little kind of tidbit: Texas uh, Geo uh, Geo Woodstock in Texas was the first mega event ever. That's right. That's right. I remember that. Uh, remember hearing about that. So, um, so from the from the days of the tennis balls and the little uh, get together. Um, what are some of the things that you guys have seen 
uh, and how it's kind of uh, evolved? What are some of the things that you see as maybe milestones or things that come to mind when you guys think of the things that have changed in the... Well, first and foremost would be the fact that in the title now that it's the Texas Challenge and Festival. Mm. You know, it has grown now from mm -hmm. one little event that took you maybe a day to get to and from and do mm -hmm. to now a four day event right. which has if I if my math is correct, nine events, official and unofficial. Wow. Some of which aren't even geocaching events. Right. So we, yeah. We're gonna we get to talk a little bit about those. Because those are some good ideas for just events in general. That's something that um, you know is good for people that are you know who are listening and they're like, well, I'm not going to go to the Texas Mega, but we're going to come up with some good – we're going to talk about things that you guys came up with that are good ideas to just have as events. I think some of those ideas are fantastic, so we're going to talk about those soon. So um, so uh, when did it become officially a Mega, and how did that – I don't even know how that – because I know you have to kind of be a Mega, don't you, before it's a it's – a, has to be does designate a mega before it's a mega, <laughs> if that's the way to put it. But when did um, that? Do you remember when that happened? I do remember it. Actually, it was the first year that I planned Texas Challenge. Oh, it was excellent. 2012. Yes, it was at Lake Ray Roberts Isle de Bois unit, and uh, Kevin Darby, uh, Katie Solo, and I were um, putting the event together. And we noticed the year before that the numbers were close to 500, and so we kind of set our sights on. Hey, you know what? Let's let's do this. And so once we had 500 people register for the event, I had been in contact with Groundspeak. They said, when you can show us registration of 500 people, we'll flip the switch. And so mm -hmm. I remember the day I sent that in and I got a message from Groundspeak that said, congratulations, you're a mega. And boom, I got a notice that it had, that it had switched. And there was a little party going on up here in North Texas. Oh, I bet. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, a very cool day and our registration quickly as soon as it flipped to omega we went from 500 to uh, 675 people in less than a week wow you know that's something um you know we're talking we've talked you know uh about um because like jesse and sydney and i were all we were all at uh, and you guys were too because we, 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 uh, we were all at uh, in denver for geo woodstock 14er and something i thought was that to me, if it's close enough, if you announced that it was going to be a giga, which I know because of the thing, I think you could have put it over the top. And so I always wondered if there was a way we could coax them into, uh, you know, I don't know, Jesse, did y'all ever think about doing anything for to try to talk them into the coax them into that? Or I'm pretty sure not even allowed to ask them oh. about it or they get very uh, they don't like that too much. Yeah, probably not. So because Jesse was on the committee for the for 14 or so. Uh, I like to ask him questions about megas, and uh, it's always interesting to hear uh, how those how those even work, you know, and all that. Because we were talking before the show, you know, Garrick, and I know you, Dee, probably the same way, but, you know, basically you guys have lived and breathed since last year uh, the, uh, the Tyler event, and uh, I know Jesse did that <laughs> last year. We, <laughs> Your whole world was was uh, fourteen or there for a while, wasn't it? It was. There's it. It kind of consumes your life very quickly. Yeah. Not even. I don't. I think 
we were finally able to go out geocaching yesterday, doing some errand work for challenge. Uh, my wife and I were just like, hey, we're driving right past this one, and it, it was just put out three months ago. <laughs> just three months like, ago. Oh, I finally have time to go look for it. Wow. <laughs> Well, Kevin uh, and Dar- Kevin Darby and I used to have conversations where he would pick up the phone and go, D, I don't have any pants on right now. And I'm like, OK, well, anyway, so here's what they said. And you just keep going. So keep it literally going. becomes your life. Yes. Well, uh, and soon um, it's going to be a uh, fun but distant memory because the event is the week of uh 311 through 318, I guess, or whatever that, did I get my dates right? 18th is the... Uh, the first event is Thursday night, March 16th. Right, 16th. So 16th, 17th, 18th, 19th of March. So, okay, very cool. So um, now, uh, and this is something we want to mention a couple times tonight, but if you're planning to go and you want, you want to show the, can you show the outside of the prize? You get a little... Oh, we can. Oh, sweet! We can We're show, show everything. All right. Well, check it out. So here's the. Here's what you're gonna get. This thing's heavy. <laughs> oh my gosh! All this well, stuff. it has it has a few more pens that the regular attendant will get. Oh, that's true. Can we show the pen? We can. We can show. We can show everything in there. Oh, sweet. Okay. So one of the things you get. The reason I mention this is because um, uh, uh, registration closes this week. This week, February 28th at 11:58 p.m. Central Time. Right. The system automatically shuts off. Just shuts off. That's it. <laughs> You're out. You're out. So it self-destructs. Uh, you self-destruct. So here's. Uh, I'll show the uh, for the audio listeners. I'll explain. I'm showing one of the one of the uh, um, pens. It's really cool. It's a nice pen. But the the cool part about this pen is um, when you click a couple times, you get the regular thing. But you click a couple times, and it a light. Ooh, shiny. So the cool thing is the light on the end of the pen works even when the pen is out. So you can start writing and you get the light at the exact same time. That is cool. So you can sign a log and not have to have a stick the you know flashlight in your mouth. Do, to the, try to do, do the, the chin tuck. And yeah, everything. chin tucks or something, you know, so... That's really cool. They're giving away these these pens. It nice. is the perfect geocacher pen, and I will tell you, as as coordinator, I have been using that pen for a year That's sweet. for everything, and it still works. So it's got some decent ink cartridge in there too. It's not like half flashlight and that much pen. Right. It's it's a it's a good pen. Beefy. That's awesome. And and, and that pen is free for everyone that registers, correct? Every one of these registration bags, and there are five hundred. So I guess there, if we do break five hundred registrants, there is a cutoff. Yeah. Um, we do have a few extra pens if someone wants to bribe people. Right. <laughs> bribe a member of the of the committee. There you go. But then everything else in here, um, let's yeah. just go through that. Let's go through it. There you go. It's a nice little lanyard. The the traditional neck wallet, but it is the, the, the better neck wallet. They're not just lanyards anymore. Yeah, they're it's not. The built-in pouches Ooh. and pockets and everything. I have one here from G. Yeah, Woodstock. Like the G. Woodstock one, yeah. Those are uh, those are handy. And you could stick your path tags in there that you get handed because, you know, people are just handing out path tags. Megas are nice for path tags, aren't they? They are, aren't they? And then there is 
for for so far for select registration bags. Coupons. We have the the traditional city city advertisements right um, for for local activities, calendar of events, and activity guides. Springtime in Tyler is huge. Oh yeah, it is. Because uh, it is touted tourist tourist wise as the as the rose capital of the world. Yep. That there's so many roses produced in and around the Tyler region, uh, and that's why so much of our stuff is so floral. Um, yeah. But uh, they they also hold an annual cool. trail, the Azalea Trail. Yep. We've we've gone through the. Uh, the azaleas down there are, are really awesome. Uh, and roses, there's roses everywhere. So it's, mm-hmm. you know, why for the for football fans, when Earl Campbell, he went to school at uh, John Tyler, he was known as the Texas Rose. So. Can we show the coins? Ready for coin show? Absolutely. And then we can get to get into our purchase stuff because that also ends with registration is all of our pre-swag. So here's the, uh, yeah, I don't have to worry about this one, do I? Nope. Um, here's the coin. It's a it's a copper or what do you call that? That's that's actually a bronze finish. Bronze thing. finish rose. Three D. Got a little. It's definitely cool. And then it's got the information on the back of it. So very cool. Here you go. And then we got path tags. You get three. Th- get three path tags. This is sweet. Cover it up. I don't really have to show the back of it. It's got oh cool. You only have your own mm-hmm. Texas challenge. Uh, back to it. That's pretty sweet. So here's the different. Um, showing a couple of the. Uh, this is the path tag. All right. It's got the 15 mm-hmm. on there. So that's really cool. Yeah, I love these. These are nice path tags. They're gold uh, plated or, you know, gold colored. And um, I really like this one. This is the. Got the rose and the uh, Derek. Balloon, and then the, and then we have our our geocaching logo. Oh, sweet! Tag. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the logo for fifteen. I like that. That is really good. Yeah. Which you know, uh, people that don't realize, you know, there's a lot of work that has to go into just getting. I remember, I remember you hitting up, uh, uh, being part of the East Texas group you know I, I and i'm not i'm not somebody that would be able to help with that but i i did notice that you had um you put out the word if people would be willing to help uh or wanted to join in and and uh do some of the design work you kind right. of you kind of were able to sort of spread out some of the some of the work that it takes right. to get this done so. yeah all of all of our logos and designs um were designed or at least brainchild by east texas geocachers cool um and most of the design work, even after then, is done by Texans. Um, are uh, yeah, I lost completely yeah. lost my train of thought. That's okay. <laughs> well, you know, the reason I mentioned that, the reason why we're talking about the East Texas geocachers, not just because I live here and you live right. in this area too. That's why I was work work great that Derek Garrett could, could uh, drive up. Uh, is the fact that East Texas is hosting this year. Um, because it moves around region to region. Yes. Okay. Now, uh, D, how how is it? Um, how is that? How is that done? How is how is like, how did Tyler end up with this year's? 
Um, we have a basic rotation that goes around each region um, gets a certain year and it, it'll make a full circle between all the regions and then it comes back. And so basically what would happen is the um, rep for that area would know what you know when yours are and mm-hmm. two years away. Let me start talking to some cities and see. We've been lucky with a couple of cities. Tyler was one. They were very wanting, wanted us there. Brenham actually approached us last year. Right. So you, you start kind of looking at cities and seeing, well, is, you know, is it small enough that you can do stuff, but big enough that it can hold, you know, six, 700 people? Um, is the city willing to work with you? And you look at things like, you know, people looking for caches throughout the city. Is it going to be too difficult? Um, is there enough green space that you can hide some and also still have some urban? Because originally when we started, we were held in state parks. Mm-hmm. And uh, 2013 is the first year that we moved out of a state park and into it. And that opened it up to a whole new different class of cashers that maybe couldn't go on the high terrain tra- uh, hikes, but could mm-hmm. drive in a car. And sure. so um, that's been a really cool new aspect to it is that city, a little bit of hiking and, and harder terrain stuff. So Right. You know, last year worked out really well being in Brenham because there's a geo tour there, which kind yes. of gave people a chance to do. I mean, if they really plan correctly, I guess uh, they could if they haven't done that geo tour yet, you could have kind of done geo tour and be at the at the mega uh, sort of make it somehow work fit into a schedule. So um, so this year's uh, obviously got got picked uh, for um, for Tyler. So. Yeah, there were two or three cities that we kind of, as as a region, had thought about, um, you know, what mm-hmm. what brings people to East Texas. Right. And uh, very quickly, Tyler, being being a little bit bigger city for the region, um, we're, we're, we're pretty quick to say, mm-hmm. yeah, let's have it here. Plenty of space, lots of parks still, lots of urban areas. And even it's just generally tourist friendly. So even if you come and say, all right, well, I'm going to go geocaching for the day. Right. And the other two or three days for my vacation, I want to be able to go antiquing or shopping or, mm-hmm. or sightseeing that there's still a lot of history in Tyler for it. Yeah, there really is. Susan and I will go, since we're about an hour away from Tyler, Susan and I will go down there. That's what a lot of times one of our geocache uh, weekend spots is to go down there. And there are. There's a lot of really interesting history. Um and so, uh, you know, just uh, I think it was a great choice uh, for, for a city. So, Sydney, um, uh, you had a question, I think. Right. So, um, obviously, it's called the Texas Challenge. So, the main part is some sort of competition. So, do you guys want to talk about what that involves and how it works? Sure. Um, the, the main event, like I said, what it's centered around is the Texas Challenge competition which is a four-hour block where all of the competitors are given event-specific coordinates that they then have to either put in their GPS or put in their phone or their device, whatever they're using, and go look for. Now, those are all sort of rated, and how they're rated depends on the host team, and those ratings earn you the points. And at the end of it, all of those points are tallied up and averaged, and then the winning team is awarded an actual trophy. Cool. So that's that's your a little virtual, bit different though. We, your virtual we also smile do activity caches too. Yes. When when was the first activity cache? First activity cache was in uh, 
Ooh, I feel like I'm on Jeopardy here. <laughs> the first activity cache um, was in um, 11, and you had to find somebody walking around with a um, big question mark on them. And then they also had a poker game, and you had to beat them at poker. And then you got your punch. And it seems like every year they step it up. We've had a uh, – my favorite was in um, Bastrop when you had to go order a geocache at Sonic. Um, but my absolute favorite was when you had to go into the retirement home and meet the original geocachers. And so all of all of us cachers out, you know, looking for these caches were actually brightening up the day of the folks in the retirement home because, you know, we had to go say hi to them in order to get a punch. So that was cool. My favorite so far was actually it was the same year, uh, 2013, no, 2014 in Bastrop, where we had to get on a little miniature tricycle and ride that across the street and back. Oh wow! And yeah, as as a full grown man at six foot two and 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 I weigh a few pounds, riding one of those little two two foot that. two foot tricycles <laughs> across the street, it was still an amusing sight. Well, I saw the video. Asher yeah. <laughs> up here by the name of uh, ACDC, the uh, ACDC family, and when I saw, got the first picture. From out in the field of that, I could not stop laughing. It was hilarious. Great challenge. So those activities sound pretty cool. You mentioned teams. How does somebody get a team together? Is that only for in-state people? Or can people, like, say, coming down from Colorado, do that as well? well Absolutely. You... Come on down. <laughs> well, there's a team that's that's not Texas, right? We do. Okay. So um, there's a so what are the regions and or I guess what is what are the team the the teams originated with the six different um, regions of the Texas Geocaching Association uh, North East West Central Southeast and South and South okay um, which which have evolved over the years um, originally I believe it was only two but anyhow so each of those regions put together their team of about 10 people or more. Um, and a few years back, we had enough attendance coming from Arkansas, Louisiana, Oklahoma, other nearby states that they were like, well, we want to have our own team. And we said, okay, well, then everybody from out of state was put on an out-of-state team. We're almost at the point where we could say, well, this state has its own team. We're almost there. Mm -hmm. um, and then even the last two or three years, we've had regular attendance from Canada and Sweden and Germany. So they're all in that out-of-state team right. unless they choose. During the registration process, you can choose, hey, I'd like to play for this team. Mm -hmm. So even if, say, an East Texan wants to play with the West Texans, they could still do that because it's still a family-friendly sport. Right. So is the team assigned when you get down there? Or are you just from wherever your region, your whatever region you're from? During the registration process. During the registration, okay. Mm -hmm. not, cool. Not you mean the registration when you when you the pre-registration. Pre okay, so yes. by the twenty eighth, you're going to know who's on what team. Yes. Okay. Okay. So it so you need to kind of know within the next few days if you haven't. Uh, but you could pick a team, just any team you wanted. You could. You okay. could. And this year specifically because we've you been. You pick the team. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because we've been blessed that a lackey is coming down from Groundspeak and they are playing on the out of state team. Ooh. Ooh. So, oh, I didn't go. know that. 
And only two days left to register, right? And two days left to register. Two oh, days, Jesse. Two days, three hours, and 37 minutes. Click those, <laughs> click those buttons and make your hotel reservation later. Talk, <laughs> talk to Christy. Christy, Never. he's going. Come on down. So I did just register while we were sitting here talking. Awesome. And I'm getting in Wait. trouble from behind the camera. I'm getting in trouble. She's Christy's over there. over there pointing at you, <laughs> staring you down. <laughs> oh, I know. We'll have to work I didn't know she could hear me. We, we can work it out. Bring uh, her home a rose. That's, from Tyler, Texas. Right. There you go. Where all the roses are produced. So there we that's go. Right. I have a house that'll be available because we're going to be in Tyler, so you could stay here. <laughs> <laughs> Get a whole house to yourself. Uh, I'm sure Susan will kill me for saying that, but uh, uh, anyway, all the wives are angry. We'll She's work it out. Yeah. Through the wall. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to work all that out. So, all right. So, um, um, okay. So, uh, Sid, do you have a you have another question, right? Yeah. So, if you if you aren't in the competition, what other activities at the Mega are there? Are there lab caches? Are there other geocaching activities you guys have there, or what? Well, the easy answer would be you get to go geocaching. That's true. There's a, and there are a lot of cool because <laughs> we go down there all the time. There are a lot of cool ones. A lot of years are down there uh, in that area, and uh, some I haven't even. Uh, uh, your wife has some, or both y'all, I guess, have some that um, I can't seem to figure out. There's some puzzles that I need Tom or somebody to help me on. But uh, let's um, let me do a screen share, and uh, if we can, let's bring up um, let's let's bring up the um, the event. And if you guys uh, both D don't don't feel like you you know jump in here as well, but uh, let's start with um, let's start with Thursday night. Because uh, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, that uh, event first uh, for a couple minutes. Um, the Thursday night at the drive-in. So, uh, Garrett, tell us about this one. Well, Thursday night at the drive-in evolved very, very quickly in our planning process. Um, the owner of the drive-in theater there, the Skyview Drive-In Theater, is a geocacher. Oh, cool. And very very community minded and a very busy fellow and he said i want to help some way somehow so we said well you own the drive-in theater so why don't we try to get one of the gift movies mm -hmm. um the groundspeak produced gift movies and groundspeak said yes absolutely that'll be produced six months before then but feel free to to show the the gift movies on the drive-in so that happened there right and now as many of your viewers know and this is breaking news. Oh, um, wait, breaking news, Sydney. <laughs> with with help of many friends, we are now able to have a private viewing of the new movie Treasure. Oh, sweet! After the gift films. Awesome. Nice. So it will be a full evening of geocaching movie fun. Sweet. So we're gonna show awesome. Treasure the movie. Yay! Yes, our uh, private showing on the big screen of Treasure. There, there we go. Um, so just so that, very is, cool. that is awesome. We're gonna be able to show uh, Treasure. Um, so you know, another reason to come down or you know and, and make the trip out because this movie is awesome and it's gonna be incredible uh, to be able to to be able to have people see this movie. And um, I know Chris is excited. Uh, about this opportunity so that that's just that's just tremendous uh, a chance for uh, to get this some exposure that 
Um, you can you know you can buy um, the you can go ahead and uh, buy the Blu-ray. Uh, you can pre-purchase it. Um, go to geocachetalk.com and there's a link there uh, to uh, to purchase that. All right, very good. So um, next um, we we have Le Grand Tea Party. Oh wait, let me show. Hang on, I gotta switch screens here. Stop sharing. All right, the tea party and Garrick brought the tea cakes for the tea party. Sorry, let me hand me hand one to. Oh, oh, I can't. I'm sorry, guys. I can't seem to get one. Oh, they look but, so delicious. Oh, no. They they are they are they're really they good. Are crunchy and delicious. Oh, we, man. Could, we could crunch it into the microphone. Mm-hmm. Very good. This is good audio when you do it when you're eating during the show. <laughs> Great. I feel left out. I really I do. I do too. I'll mail you one. <laughs> D, you're not far away from us right now. You could spend an hour or so. Come on down. Yeah. I'll get you. I'll save you I a tea fi- cake. I figure I'll get my fill in a couple of weeks. Okay. We'll talk about the tea party while I'm eating one. Well, the original thought, being the rose capital of the world, mm-hmm. we said. What is the best way for us to be able to showcase that sort of history? And very quickly it was, well, let's put in that old-style Victorian tea party. Mm-hmm. Um, get in your flowered hats, your big white gloves, and all your old elegant costumes yeah. and come have a costume party. Um, and then that's now evolved into... And, and and I'll apologize for everybody that we haven't edited the cash page since the initial thought. But if you've mm-hmm. got your steampunk outfits, Ooh. if you've got your Mad Hatter outfits, if your favorite character is Willy Wonka and your jumpsuit is purple, yep. let's do it. Bring it because the best costumes mm-hmm. during this event and in some competition or some prizes throughout the whole weekend uh, will earn a event only geocoin prize Ooh, sweet Ooh. this is awesome so um this is going to be on friday friday afternoon from 11 to 2 approximately um and we will be serving tea and coffee and tea cakes sweet and it's at the legrand house well, i call it lots of legrand tea party mm-hmm. uh or uh, also the goodman it's at the goodman museum right it's in the legrand house uh, and that's uh, par- that's on the grounds, I think, right? Yes. Okay, of the Goodman. Right? Yeah, the museum will be open, but we can't have the event inside mm-hmm. the museum right. because of the historical significance and right. so much is there. But we will be on the grounds, and the museum will be open, and they're excited to have us. Oh, that's wonderful. Yes. Uh, prizes will be given. Wonderful. That's Friday, and then later on that same day you guys are going to have a geo 101 and a challenge tech what is that all about uh i'll take this one um okay. i will be teaching a basic geo 101 class cool. um one of the things that the city of tyler asked us is that with all the advertising that they're doing in regards to the um challenge and festival that some people that possibly don't know what geocaching is might want to learn so I'll be teaching a Geo 101 class along with um, our education department and kind of just getting all those muggles unmuggled and learning how to uh, geocache. And then following that, um, I will be doing a, uh, along with uh, Texas Strawberry Creek, uh, Elaine will be putting on a 
Geo 101. And basically, so if you haven't participated in challenge before, we will kind of help you understand exactly what you're looking for, you know, answer any questions because they're not actual real caches, they're temporary caches. Right. So we'll be answering that and all of our team captains will be there. So if you have any questions, you can then meet up with your team captain and kind of help form, maybe get with somebody else that knows what they're doing and also oversee the process of how you're going to get those new coordinates into your phone or device because those coordinates are given at the start. They're right. not given out ahead of time. Right, gotcha. And so, yeah, that'll be at, be at the Harvey Hall. So uh, very good. And then... Um, the, uh, then that evening, uh, we've got the, since it's St. Patrick's day, <clears throat> we've got the Blarney Bast, Blarney Blast. I can speak tonight. So, uh, D, tell us about the Blarney Blast. The Barney Blast is going to be awesome. We're going to start off actually kind of handling some of our general TXGA business, introducing new board members. Um, we do, um, an induction every year of three members into the TXGA Hall of Fame. And so we will be um, inducting our three new members into the Hall of Fame at that point and um, going over just a little bit of business. And then we start the Barney Blast. Um, we will be playing a game of To Tell the Truth. Ooh. And um, we'll have several people up on stage and uh, we'll be asking questions of them. And um, they will, um, one of them will be the new Texas reviewer. And Ooh. he or she will be revealing themselves to all of Texas um, at that event. Oh boy. Very cool. Also, I need to, I need you to get Electric Water Boy up there because I've got some questions that I need to answer. <laughs> so. But yeah, cool. So a new reviewer, um, which is interesting because um, <clears throat> we've had some additions uh, fairly recently. We had Lone Star Reviewer come on fairly recently. So that's interesting. <clears throat> well, we, could, we can use more reviewers because uh, we get, you know, Texas is a big old state. So, well, very cool. So that's, that's Friday night. So then Saturday, um, kind of walk us through real quick about how Saturday uh, is going to transpire. Well, yeah. <laughs> Garrick's like, I, I don't know how That's, it's going to go because it's going to be crazy. <laughs> it's going to go fun. For every one of you, it will Amen. all be a blast. Um, so Garrick and morning. I will be pulling our hair out, except for he doesn't have any. That's right. The last yeah, one. It's gone. Yeah. <laughs> um, Saturday morning, the Harvey Hall opens up at 8 o'clock, and we encourage all of you to show up very shortly after then. Mm -hmm. By about 9.30 to 9.45, all of the participants should be there getting involved with your teams. Um, and even if you're not competing, come and experience the hubbub. Right. Um, during the event, all day Friday and Saturday, I'll, I'll plug this in here too, mm -hmm. we've got um, various sponsors um, geocaching vendors uh, will be there from around the country um, tourism departments from around the country coming and advertising there as well so all of that stuff is going to be going on inside Harvey Hall TXGA also has a silent auction involved to help us recuperate the costs that are involved with putting on an event like this um, so that you can come and purchase various geocaching stuff geocoins t-shirts books all that sort books? of stuff there's gonna be books. a book a book well, there's away? gonna be at least a book at least one book's <laughs> being given away so um, we've got our we got uh the, in fact there it is uh well there's a plug there's a there's shameless a plug. plug right there for the book so it's not by your host right yeah that's, <laughs> so uh you know and um uh so yeah you can come 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 uh bid on the book and uh bid it up because we want to give 
TXGA, TXGA some, some love there, but, uh, you know, Geocache... also have memberships for sale too, with our new coins. Yes. Oh, sweet. Yes. Um, yes. oh, very cool. Yeah. Cause those, uh, the coins and I won't, for the last few years have been just dynamite. There's I actually, I can show that one cause I did, but I won't show it at the moment, but, uh, the coins over the years have been, and we're, we're going to, I'll tell you who won this one in a little while. This is another cool, uh, coin. Oh, that's a Chris Mackey design. Yeah, it's oh yeah, he does tremendous work, and this this one's awesome. It comes with the path tag, and we'll mention who won this uh, later because I did a little retweet contest. We had tons of retweets this week, so I'm really excited about that. But uh, yeah, uh, geocache talk is uh, yeah. Jesse's got a book right there in front. Of oh, me. I was just reading a little bit. Go ahead. Just reading a little book. Sorry, yeah, didn't mean to interrupt your reading there, buddy. But uh, um, but uh, geocache talk, we're silver sponsors, I think. Yep, and so. Um, you know we're uh, we're well represented uh, down there as well, so um, we're excited about that. Um, uh, so uh, we get to be on the shirt, so that's awesome. So all of that happens at Harvey Hall. Yeah. Um, and then come about ten o'clock in the morning, the teams are divvied up. The whistle goes. The whistle and, blows. And, and the whistle blows, and go. you get those GPS coordinates. And then you've got the next four hours. So from 10 till 2, you've got all the time to race around the city and uh, within legal limits, right. race around the city <laughs> and find as many of these as you can. And uh, and like I said earlier, they're all they're all rated on uh, different point values. And then you have to turn them into designated uh, turn-in spots or drop-off spots that'll be involved with that same GPX file that you're given at the beginning. And if you're not there by two o'clock, then you're kind of disqualified because we don't have your scorecards to tally. So it really is a competition there. Um, and then after two o'clock, there's all sorts of other stuff. Um, Saturday evening officially is left open so that we can do up our scores and, and get that business taken care of. And then that's when a lot of our unofficial events happen. Right. Um, and they're not listed on the cash page because they are unofficial events. Okay, right. They're not geocaching specific, right? Right. But, uh, you know, other GPS sports, Munzies, and, and things yeah. like that, they'll have events going on. Um, the Texas County Challenge has an annual event to celebrate their new award winners. And uh, so, Jesse, so next year. You could be part of that. Uh, announce the, you could be part of the network, right? Because you don't have to be from Texas, right? To finish Absolutely the not. You just have to find a cache in all 254 counties of Texas. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Sounds like fun. I like that challenge. It, it, just, it would be a challenge because uh, this week we were kind of talking about it, and I asked Tom Brotherman about it, and he goes, Gary, you're insane. There's no way. And I go, well, there's got to be some way to do it. So if, and if Jesse, you know, if there's a way, Jesse will figure it out. It, it sounds like a fun. Has anybody ever done it before? I don't think anybody's ever done it in one trip. Oh, my gosh. The shortest, geocaching first? Uh -oh. the shortest that I know of is somebody completed it within one year. Within a year. So. Within a year. Go ahead, Dee. What were you going to say? It, she actually did it in 300 and I think 26 days. It was Lola's dream. Her name is Lola. Actually married to the guy that... Um, made the giant uh, Texas that we all sign at the, at the finishers reunion hmm. dating. They started dating when he their first date was when he signed the final for the Texas County challenge. And she said, I want to do it. And so he did it with her all over again. 
That's she awesome. completed it in about 326 days. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. So, um, yeah. So they signed the, the golden ammo can, right? So what they signed. Well, for the for the for Texas challenge. County Challenge, we have a giant wooden Texas. Oh, okay, okay. That right. uh, that they get to sign in the county that they finish in. Right. Because now, if if Jesse were to win it, could he he has to pick somewhere in Texas, I guess. That's that's how they <laughs> like to do it. Is that you sign it in the county that you finish in? So yeah, you wouldn't wow. be signing the Colorado mm. County of Texas. Mm. You, could, you could you could pick like the very top panhandle. You know, up by Pampa, you could pick one way up at the top of the Panhandle of Texas and make the make the committee go all the way up to the top of Texas to to be there with you to do that. So, um, how it works is when you sign, or you, when you finish it, and you two hundred fifty fourth county, you've a fit, you fit, you finished it, but then you meet and sign the actual final. Is actually a blue and red can that's got a Texas sticker on it. That's the final. But when we have our finishers reunion, that's when you can officially sign in the county that you finished in. Oh, sweet. And approximately how many people do you think have, have done that, do you think, D? Uh, number 133 just signed this week. Okay. So wow. there you go. Wow. So you, you'd be in top 150 too, Jesse. Cause it, Look at that. I tell you. Now I hey, I'm, one, I'm 54, so you could be 154. I sort of I like it. be the 254th. Oh yeah, that's, that's oh that would yeah. be cool. <laughs> that's the way to do it. There you go. Uh, I did mention the golden ammo. Give yourself some time. Which I'm yeah, which I'm kind of getting ahead of myself now. If you win this challenge, you get yes. How does that work now? Well, so then the last event of the festival is Sunday morning, the awards ceremony and Cedo event. Um, in the past, and maybe again in the future, the awards ceremony may still be Saturday evening. We've decided being that we're kind of a smaller region of Texas, um, and we've only got about maybe 10 local members of, of mm -hmm. uh, geocachers putting this on, that we wanted to give ourselves plenty of time to get all that scoring done. Right. So Sunday morning, the awards ceremony goes off, and the top three will be given a golden, silver, or bronze ammo can um, for their team, and those are awarded to the team captains. Now... Go grab a gold can. <laughs> in the past most cans that i've ever seen have basically been turned into trackables so this year we as in txga have gone through that extra step for you and these are the three award cans are going to be pre-trackable the tracking code will already be engraved on the ammo can and we'll nice. be presenting that to the captain for them to then activate and own and do as they please very cool. There's also you're gonna uh, just to round out the the um, the different events. At least if another official event, there's a breakfast uh, Sunday morning. Yes, okay. before the CETO. I'm before sorry. the yeah, before the CETO. So there is a breakfast event that you could also go to. So that's awesome. Another event. Uh, yeah, the breakfast event is held traditionally by the next year's hosts, which is North Texas. Okay. So North Texas is going to host next year. Oh, okay. All right, back to back to you, Sydney. I'm, I I kind of jumped over your <laughs> questions. Um, so. Do you guys have anything new or different this year at the event? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Can you tell us or? I could you tell you to... there's there's a number of new things that are kind of coming through the pipeline. Um, a lot of those sort of have pre-designed posted dates. So what I would tell you is get on Facebook 
and find the 2017 Texas Challenge. Uh, you can find it on Facebook, I believe, at sign challenge 2017. Um, like it and follow it, and you should be kept abreast of most announcements. Um, so we talked about the North. North gets it this next year. And so, D, where is it going to be in the North region next year? Where's the... the... Somewhere in North Texas. Oh, so it's in the North huh. Texas. So North. Okay. So, um, so where should I get a hotel room next year to be really close <laughs> to that event? Well, which, which city should I, no, I'm kidding. So you're, you know, you're thinking that, um, uh, you'll probably, um, probably, it'll probably be announced maybe Saturday or, or Friday, somewhere around there. You think, I think we're probably going to do it on Sunday. Okay, that's, it makes the best. After I think that we makes announce the, the awards, yeah, um, we'll announce it then. Let everybody know um, we are we are working closely with Groundspeak that they can actually flip the switch, and you'll be able to um, will attend the event as soon as we make the announcement um, where it's going to be. Okay, um, we've we are working hard, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And, and and much like this year's, we are going to continue the tradition of the award ceremony will be on Sunday. Okay, very cool. Now we can can we mention the week? Absolutely, it's going to be the eighth, ninth, and tenth of March. Okay, so it'll be a little bit like about a week earlier than than this year. Okay, at least people can kind of start thinking about. As far as absolutely, so, okay, absolutely. Somewhere in the north start part. On that Thursday. <laughs> so yeah. uh, the best south of the Red about... River. Yeah. And the north, the north kind of ends about Waco. Do we think somewhere around in there, wherever the the yeah. break is, somewhere in that? Uh, go ahead. Please. Yeah, the, the the best and the worst part about planning an event to the northern half of Texas in March is that you can't pack your clothes because one week it'll be eighty five yeah. as it was two days ago, right? And today I think we hit sixty. Thirty. Yeah. The <laughs> low the low was in the high thirties. Yeah, <laughs> it's currently 55, but it got down pretty low. But yeah, the day before it was in the 80s. So yeah, it's, that's that is springtime in Texas. Texas doesn't have a weather; it just yeah. carries a line of samples for you to to enjoy. So, um, okay, so very I know true. This, I know this is a kind of a big deal because I've asked this question before, and I got about a 30 minute answer one time, but um, who? Uh, Last year's winner was North, right? We think so. We I'm haven't from... gotten those results yet. We think, we think so. so. <laughs> the debate continu continues. Demand a recount on that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember, <laughs> remember last year there was a lot of emails apologizing that the, uh, the tally was a little bit late. But it happens. It's just, you know, it's what happens. But so. Well, um, and I think that that's why it's making the decision for us to mm. takes uh -oh. a lot of we have hours to make that decision yeah. and that's tough yeah I, I, hard I and get it right yeah no i agree have, have as much time as possible i think uh, instead of it's better i think like you said to 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 give yourself a lot of time that way you're ready instead of people standing around going who won kind of thing. So, um, well, that's cool. But the, you know, it's uh, one thing that you know, we talked about before is the fact that uh, even though there's a, a, a really cool challenge aspect to it, 
if you don't want to do the challenge, you can come and be a part and do all these events. And, you know, you could uh, uh, you could go. Uh, I mean, are you you're allowed? Can you get can you get the list if you're not in the challenge? Can you like go watch people? Do these crazy things or stake out a, a cash location <laughs> or can you not really well as of 10 o'clock in the morning that saturday the list is public okay so if as a non-competitor you were able to get that i suppose it would be possible um it's kind of not it's probably frowned frowned upon because you're at this point long I would don't say, help anybody. yeah at this point i would say it is frowned upon yeah just because of the possibilities of cheating um right but uh if you follow a car, you follow a car. Yeah, you could. exactly. <laughs> but uh, or you could just you know. Well, if you go... you're going to have all those lab caches to do too. That's there true. Are, there are lab caches that'll be published um, the Thursday morning of the festival. So the, so they'll be public uh, the entire four days of the festival and open for the full ten day limit that they are. So everybody's got time to to do their weekend activities, get home if you live across country, and still have a day or two to log them. Um, I was unfortunate enough that my first uh, Texas challenge, I found all 10 activity or all 10 lab caches, got home and was logging all my stuff on Tuesday and the clock had already turned off. It turned off. Yeah. Oh, so there's 10 caches that I don't get credit for. Yeah. Yeah. And Jesse, I stole your question. So um, you get a wild card. So ask what you want. <laughs> um. No, I, this sounds like a pretty good deal with a competition, but it sounds like there's also enough to do for people that if they don't have time to get it, you know, to get on a team or to get the competition together or this their first year. Do people normally come down for the very first year and jump into the competition? I would say that's about split. Yeah. Okay. Because hmm. it really all yes. depends on the person's competitive nature. If you want to come in and, and oh Jesse's competitive, yeah, you're, <laughs> you're ready no. and you're ready to run and you're quick to make friends or at least geocaching acquaintances that you can sit in the car with for four hours, and uh, <laughs> then it'd be fine. But yeah, hmm. for those for those lone wolves that come out and they and they just want to go geocaching for themselves, there's still plenty of of events and activities to do. And when it comes to that four to six hour competition window, right, you've just got that time for yourself. Sure, geocaching town. Mm -hmm. um, there's caches that we I would, go ahead. Go ahead, D. I would also suggest though, if you think that that there is any slight chance that you're gonna want to compete, to go ahead and register as competing. Because when you get there, if you decide you don't want to, it's not a big deal. If you decide you want to, it's too late. Because we have those scorecards pre-made and everything. So I would say if you think you might want to when we do that challenge uh 101. Then you can make your decision. And then the day of, if you decide you don't want to, you just say, nope, I'm not going to play. You have that option. But if you don't pre-register as playing, you won't have that option. So advice mm -hmm. to anybody that's their first time. And you'll get to meet your captains. And I work closely with the North Texas team. And um, as, as a helper to him, we are always really good about it. If it's your first time, hey, let us put you with some cashers that have done this a couple of times and go run with them and have fun. I know East Texas Jesse would love to have you because we're always, uh, you know, always helpful to have. Uh, you don't have to be out of state. You can be an East Texas cashier for a day, right? That's right. So, um, <laughs> what are some? Because we don't want to talk about this year's, obviously. But what are some that you two guys uh, remember uh, as far as a, an actual cash, a Texas challenge cash that that comes to mind? 
that you remember doing in Brenham or in, in Bastrop or whatever? What are some other what are some other ideas for these caches that people might be able to kind of pick up on? Or do you remember some? Did you have to climb a tree or for for the event only yeah. caches? Yeah. What well, are some see, that come to mind? Last last year there was one that was on an island um, that you had to cross a log for about twenty feet over the over the river. Um, and that part of the river was still about six or eight feet deep. So that was that was a challenging one. That's cool. Obviously some tree climbs. Tree climbs. And then uh Jesse. Jesse. I like it. I like it. And get, there was get Hallie down here with us. You can we get her to climb a tree, right? That's right. A few years ago there was also there was even one that was hidden inside an old style antique gas pump. Oh you had to pull the oil filter off the gas pump and the cash was inside. <laughs> That's awesome. Nice. That was some cool ideas. Um, Go ahead, D. You obviously couldn't steal as a general cache. In 2012, one of our activity caches was later deemed illegal but quite fun. Um, you had to down a trash bag, and you had a paintball gun, and they had taped a of you, and you had to shoot the paintball gun until you hit the center of the tar at your punch. And uh, I found out about two hours into the competition that that was considered releasing a firearm in a state park and was um, a, <laughs> oh, a big no-no. Oh, no. Be gracious and let us continue. And uh, it was a lot of fun. But I would say by far, my my favorites are the evil ones. Port Aransas, they had a big tub full of uh, and you had to find the punch in there. And in actuality, the punch was glued to a film canister that was stuck on the bottom of the bucket, but Ooh. you went through the whole bucket before you discovered that it wasn't there. Oh. Wow. wow. That is evil. Yes. Now, yeah. Now have they, uh, have y'all ever had one? Um, I have a friend who has a, uh, unique geocache, uh, probably not necessarily. Um, I don't know if he did it for an event or whatever, but he had the, he had the geocache on him. Have you ever had, as far as the challenge to have a cache like we have had some similar caches like that literally yeah. on the person and you had to find the person and find the cache on the well person. And, and as Dee mentioned that's kind of how the activity caches got started oh okay is having those mobile caches as, right. as you would call it and that's kind of the fun thing about having these to be non-published caches or event only caches is right. that you can break some of those rules sure they can be closer than 530 feet right. they can be mobile um, right they can it can be accessible only by paint gun. Right. By paint gun, right. <laughs> See, yes. But, but you know, those well, are... I'll tell you... I was just going to say real quick that those are great ideas, though, for people to do for an event. Like, if they're going to have an event and and just do stuff for the... at the Like, they're going to do a local event, and then maybe later they're going to go geocaching. This is something they could do as part of their little activities, you know. So, mm -hmm. go ahead, Dee. I'm sorry. Oh, in 2013, um, we actually... was the first year we had a lackey come down. Um, Della Bella came down from, from headquarters and uh, Keith Petrus, who does FTF magazine, mm -hmm. actually was dressed up like a knight and you had to joust him and it was Monty Python style. You had to actually joust him until you knocked off his arm and in the arm that you knocked off his hand had the punch and then you could punch your card and move on. And so I actually wrote an article for FTF magazine about my day with her and included the pictures of her jousting him to knock it off so she could get the punch. Oh, that's awesome. Good that's idea. Fun. Good ideas. So, um, and right. in that in that same vein, we also mm -hmm. have the the challenge of 
putting a cache out knowing that it's going to be hit by 500 people within a few hours. No, that's for and sure. there's a lot of that yes. women's hair. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, all right, well, we're going to announce some winners here in a second. Did you guys, uh, uh, anybody else have a, a question before we kind of move on to the prize section? Uh, did you say how many lab caches are going to be down there this year? Ten. Ten, all right. Nice. Got Jesse all fired up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm excited now. Yeah. Um, are there are they themed or are they sort of each have their own little uniqueness to them, do you think? Um they've all kind of got their own uniqueness. Okay, cool. Um I was actually the one that scouted out all of the live oh, catches sweet. and got them published. So so they did sort of follow start writing them down. My thoughts. And um, the words are what now? Yeah, well, um. the words are <laughs> You and wish. <laughs> you, you wish. That's only two. Uh, eight two. more. Okay. We'll have to find the rest of them. Oh. oh. Very cool. Well, and uh, Signal the Frog is going to be there, I heard. Signal the Frog is going to be there. Um, his luggage comes before he does, and that's now even sitting in my living room. Oh, we should have brought I've it. we got his entire luggage crate, all of his clothes. I really thought about putting a pink polka dot. He packs a there. lot, I assume. It does. <laughs> we could have Signal the Frog on tonight instead of you, Gary. I could no, have. I'm kidding. I want to rather have, I'd rather have you. I don't think you would have said very much. No. Not much. Just... That's true. It would have been, yeah. So, you know, that's something I, uh, uh, has there been anything in the chat other than Tom just going on and on about stuff? Uh, pretty much just Tom. Okay. <laughs> I give Tom a hard time because I know him, so. Electric Water Boy, we love you, man. We're just glad that you're there. And uh, yeah, you've talked a lot tonight. That's awesome. He's a, he's a he's a fired up president of the TXGA. Let me say that. So he's a pain in the butt president of the TXGA. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Says his vice president. <laughs> That's right. Uh, awesome. Okay. All right. Um, so it says he rambles a lot. Uh, you know. Yes. I don't. I don't think I've met a geocacher that can't ramble. <laughs> Tom tells great stories, though he really does. So, all right, enough of that. So, um, so some winners. Um, I'll announce the first one. Um, we had a winner for this week. We um, were giving away. Um, we did a retweet little deal, and we had tons of retweets. I really appreciate everybody retweeting about tonight. I think it really got a lot of excitement. We've had a lot of viewers tonight. Um, so we're, we're, we're giving away, what year coin was this, Dee? Do you remember? Uh, it's 2016. Is that 2016? Okay. And it's, um, yes. uh, uh, tell me again, what's the name of the, that, that designed it, this? It, it was designed by Chris Mackey. Chris Mackey. Okay, good. Yeah. It's an awesome coin. Um, thick. And then there's a path tag too. I can't see the path tag and I really can't show it. It's there. Anyway, it's a great coin. It's very dimensional. It is. It's got some cool stuff. Um, I like that side better. Yeah, I like the other side. Really cool. It's got the armadillo. Yeah. Armadillo. Um, and the winner of that was Brett Cargill. So, Brett, I need your. Um, yay, Brett. So, send me, um, uh, email me your mailing address, Brett Cargill, so I can. Um, Send you the coin and all that. So, but we have a we have a prize from last week when I announced um, the new team geocache talk team. So, Sydney, tell us about the other one. 
Right. So last week we asked you guys to send in uh, what was your favorite geocaching milestone. Um, and the winner for that is Tick Magnet. And uh, he found a, a multi-cache requiring some repelling equipment for his 3,000th find, and he was second to find on that, and there's only been two finders on that cache ever. Wow. So congrats to Tick Magnet on that milestone and for winning tonight's prize, or last week's prize, rather. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So uh, what does he what, what does he win, Sydney? So I have a geocaching patch, and I have one of one of my path tags yep, with me and, and my boyfriend and our dog. She's on there, yeah. and I, I also have the fire safety dogs path yes. tags, Molly and Bowden. I'm going to give you those too. And I should have mentioned that uh, Molly's going to be making appearance. At the Texas geocaching uh, at the at the mega, so awesome. come see Molly, um, the geocaching dog. She's going to be there uh, as well. Um, so that's really cool. Well, awesome. Um, all right. So um, coming soon next week uh, on the show, we're going to have uh, another actor from the movie Treasure that you get to see uh, here coming soon at the uh, at the drive-in. Uh, Rebecca Blair is going to be on the the show um uh, that'll be neat to have her on another treasure actor um we could talk to her more about uh and i've got a coin to give away i don't have giveaways every week when i can't do one every week but i got another <laughs> coin i got another uh treasure coin to give away uh during rebecca's appearance next week week after that um is um, um uh, march 12th um show number 40 uh, we're having Geo Paul on from across the pond. Uh, I've talked to him a couple times this week. He's really excited about being on. Uh, he's in uh, Great Britain, so in, he's in England. So, and that show's uh, going to be a little earlier, right, Gary? Yes, I need to make a special note. That's a three p.m. show. Three p.m. I'm actually putting a note for myself. So, um, yeah, because of the time uh, difference. I didn't. We didn't want uh, poor Paul to be up at 3 a.m. and have to get ready for work the next day or whatever. So we're going to do a 3 p.m. show. It'll be 9 p.m. his time. Um, so that'll be great. And then the week after that, uh, well, tell us about the next week, Sydney. So March 19th, obviously, is also the day after the Texas Mega, which Gary's going to go to. But yep. I am going to the West Virginia Tim Geocaching Seminar on the 18th. So we're going to talk about that event and talk about some of Tim's gadget caches that hopefully I'm going to find while I'm there. That's right. Take lots of photos and probably get a probably get a video together for your vlog. Yep. And I'll try and get something together. Yeah. Well, very cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, we're going to do um, a special audio show um, for uh, yeah. We're going to do a show um, a about the uh, uh, from from there, we're going to take information, take that and do uh, a show as well. Oh, the on-site show. Yeah, we're going to do an on. We're going to do. I'm going to take that information. We're going to make it into a show. Mm -hmm. So that'll be cool. So well, uh, Garrick, thanks for coming in. Actually, come in. To, you're the first 
you're an FTF for the uh, the live host. I've uh, got all the secrets. Yeah, you do. So I have to get you later for all that. Uh, and D, thanks for joining us uh, from uh, Denton. Actually, it's Valley View, but you're welcome. Valley View. <laughs> you're, you're, I'm close. You are close. I'm about I'm 20 close. miles north. Oh, are you? Okay, 20 miles. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, but thank you for joining and, and giving us the information uh, for and for being on tonight. Uh, and... Folks, we hope you enjoyed the show. Um, please email me us, email us your comments at geocachetalk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Uh, you can follow at geocachetalk. You can follow me at Gary Slinkard, all one word, or Jesse. We're uh, at Memphis underscore Mafia. Right. Okay. And uh, Sydney? My Twitter is ShermanatorGC. Yes, and um, please join us tomorrow night for the U.S. Geocaching Hour at uh, 8 p.m. Central. Are you hosting the next? This I am not hosting tomorrow. Okay. Still, you need to join us, everybody who's join us. everybody who's <laughs> listening. If you've never been in a tweet chat, uh, this is the tweet chat to be in. It's so much fun. Um, people are. It's it's a little bit of a whirlwind. But um, it's so much fun. People are throwing out, you know, you know, gifts, and we're answering questions, and it's just a great time. We get people from all over uh, who do that. So please join us. It's very simple. Just hashtag US Geocaching Hour, uh, and um, just dive in and answer some questions. Well, there's about four or five questions, I guess, every every week. So good, good fun. Um, uh, this show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, as well as the Geocache Talk website, geocachetalk.com. And don't forget to click the subscribe button down below uh, so you, sh- you can see and hear the show on a weekly basis and uh, be reminded. It's always good to subscribe to things because it gives you a reminder of when the show's live. Uh, we tried to, we did a live, we did an upbreaking, breaking news last week. There you go. <laughs> and that was fun. We talked about the ape cast. So you never know. You need to subscribe because you never know. We might do a show in the middle of middle of the night. We might just end up doing a show. So um, <laughs> <laughs> probably not. But you never know. Uh, so anyway, so until next week, uh, don't just talk about geocaching. Come to the fifteenth annual TXGA Texas Challenge and, and festival go- and, and festival and go geocaching. <laughs> So, good night, everybody. Good night.